Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. So, it's pretty early in the morning, and I'm not exactly sure why I'm recording this yet. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone's ever going to hear it, or if I've ever, if I'm ever even going to listen to it back, but I, I have the, I just have the, uh, the urge just to record some of my thoughts at the moment um, about the paranormal. That there is me six years ago. I recorded that on the seventh of October, two thousand and sixteen. As you hear me say, and I've stated this time, time again on the podcast. I didn't realise at the time of recording that first episode that I was recording a podcast. Over the last six years, there's been a lot of reflection. I mean, a lot has changed. Literally, I was 20 years old when I posted that first episode. At the time of hearing this, I'm now 27, right? So I have lived in my entire 20s on the internet through Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, which is an amazing thing. It's great. I mean, I'm, I'm stoked that I'm still here today doing this. But I think over the last six years, what this episode and the following episodes in this kind of little series that I'm doing, I feel like it's been coming the entire time. I didn't necessarily know it. I think I've always known it was going to happen. I didn't necessarily... It's not that I didn't want it to happen, but I've been very cautious around it and at the time of recording this I don't know what the outcome is going to be this is prior to any insight into any outcome now if I'm sounding a little bit cryptic and I mean this is this is going to sound different to previous episodes I think maybe it's going to sound a little similar to some of those first episodes That's because I didn't know what it was, and I don't really know what this is right now. As you can see from the title of this podcast, I'm going to be talking about my potential experiences with alien contact and abduction. I've always said I don't know if I've had an experience. I came to that conclusion just after starting the podcast. That first episode, I 
didn't even think of myself as an experiencer or anything because I had no prior knowledge of it. No memory, no real signs of it, just an extreme interest and somewhat obsession. But literally a month into the podcast, I had this realization of what if it's not just coincidence that I'm here talking about these topics? What if there is something more going on? That's a big if. It's kind of been the entire catalyst of paranormal thoughts this entire time, this in the back of my mind. And I feel for the longest time, maybe the last few years, I've been able to detach myself a little bit more, you know, focus on other passion projects still whilst doing paranormal thoughts, but, you know, trying to not fixate myself, not spend, you know, obsessive amount of time pondering and thinking, what if? You know, because I don't think that's necessarily healthy all the time. But I don't know what it is, but in the last um, some months now, it's kind of gotten to the point where I, I no longer want to ignore it because I don't think it's fair on myself or even, you know, I've been very open with all you listening here over the last six years. Um, and it's not really fair to you guys either because... You know, I feel like this is somewhat my journey, but also you guys throughout time have been very involved in it as well. So I came to the conclusion that I want to do something about it. And this all kind of happened within the time of a week, I suppose. I did a few interviews, which you would have heard by now. The moments that were really important, I think, in those interviews, I don't think I actually put out. You are going to hear bits and pieces sort of throughout this series, but because typically when I speak to people, you know, we speak for maybe double the amount of time of the actual episode, you know, I cut things out just because of, you know, timing or relevance. But, you know, one of these, it's one of these interesting things that it always comes back to me and it probably is me doing that, not even on purpose, but I speak to a lot of people who have had experiences I really can relate to on a level I don't, I can't really comprehend because what they're talking about, I haven't experienced. But on some level, I I really relate. And I don't know if that's because I have been in that same position or I just, you know, I, I get it. I don't know. But it's it's just gotten to the point now where I've had that many people who have these experiences of contact, abduction, who are very open with me and they can see that same phenomena in me as well on different levels, just from having a conversation, but then other people with, you know, psychic or medium ability, you know, a lot of different sort of backgrounds. When people throw it back on me, it makes me pretty uncomfortable, to be fair. You know, the more I'm speaking to you, the more it sounds like to me that you have memories that you can't access. You probably did have an experience, you just don't remember it. Owls are your way of remembering it. Powerful owl experience. And it changes the direction of their life. Changes the direction of their life. This is, and I say this again, I think this is normal. I think this has been happening all throughout human history. And, and we just simply don't have a place for it. A lot of the last week leading up to doing this right now, it hasn't felt, it hasn't been an, an excitement or anything like that. Typically with this material, you know, when I'm doing the podcast, it's a sense of relief and 
enjoyment. You know, it's the reason why I still do it is because I enjoy doing this. But doing this series, I think by the end, I'm hoping for there to be relief. But right now, as I'm speaking to you, I'm extremely anxious. Extremely. I had a conversation, a 10-minute conversation earlier this week, which I was thrown off for about an hour after having that conversation to the point of, you know, physical shaking and it was, yeah, it's it's hard to really explain, but I guess it's coming to terms with what I may be experiencing, I suppose. And I don't take this lightly at all. By any means, I think anyone listening can agree to that, that this stuff is it's very real for those experiencing it. It can often be very frightening. Uh, not all the time. It can also be very enlightening. But you have to kind of think that if someone doesn't have memory of it, it's probably not a great thing, right? So I'm sure if you've been listening for a while now, or even if you're a new listener, you might have gone back over the catalogue of the last six years. I believe it's the fourth episode I did. I talk about, I guess, my thoughts around alien abduction, synchronicity, and owls, right? That's not a concept that I came up with by any means. I found that through Mike Cleland. And Mike has been very influential on this podcast. I've interviewed him. I've read, I've referenced him a ton because just around that time of finding his research, you know, a few months later, this podcast, Paranormal Thoughts, kind of appeared. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This all goes back to a month after starting this podcast and I'm sorry if you've heard this many times, me sort of discussing this, but this is kind of the catalyst for where I am today, where Paranormal Thoughts was brand new. It was maybe a month old at that time and I was driving home and I had an experience where I was reflecting on whether or not I have had an abduction myself. I happened to stumble across a podcast I had previously listened to without even realizing 
and that was all about synchronicity and that's what kind of got me down this path, which then led me to Mike Cleland with his synchronicity with owls and alien abduction. Then within all of that happening, I see an owl sitting on a sign on the side of the road and I get out and I approach the owl and I just kind of have this moment where I'm just staring at it and it flies off, right? doesn't sound like that big of a deal. The week following that, a ton of other weird synchronicities around this uh, phenomena happened as well. I think it was even within like four days. That was, and I guess why that is so important is just because the podcast just started and I really took that experience as a sign to be doing paranormal thoughts. I don't know if that was the right thing to do, but it kind of felt like the right thing at that time. I also did think about it as, is this a sign or a message that I am also caught up in this phenomena and have no prior knowledge of it? Once again, all of these are just assumptions, but it's kind of an educated guess within this phenomena because I've seen it time and time again how these messages through synchronicities are given to people and it's kind of what you do with it. You can completely ignore it which I've done to an extent, or you can embrace it, which I've definitely done as well. Uh, But what I haven't done is really try to maybe seek the answers uh, that, you know, to the questions that I've kind of always had. One reason I've decided to try to seek some answers now, I think there's definitely a big, big reason is because I have this internal thing telling me that it kind of has to happen now. Uh, It's a gut feeling. I think that's a big thing to do with the anxiety, right? But another thing was I spoke to Dylan who was in the Deaf Doula episode where she is a medium. She is someone who helps the dead cross over. And we also, in that episode, we didn't speak about her alien abduction experiences, but that was something that she had also experienced. And after we kind of wrapped up the her death doula conversation, we spoke about alien abduction for a while. And she let me know that she can see people's memories. And that has to do with her being able to contact spirits. I hadn't really said anything to her at this point, but she kind of stopped me and said she was getting... I guess, images or she was getting signs from me that I had had an abduction experience and experiences throughout uh, quite a a big portion of my life. And I kind of kept talking to her about other things and then I sort of came back and said, can you go into some more detail of that? And she kind of asked permission to, I guess, kind of set up a channel and I guess get into my mind and into my memory and as soon as she did that it was like I I was pretty dizzy I I was like this feeling of energy sort of throughout my arms it was it was very strange to be hearing someone talk about this experience and um have it be about me so I want to play some of that here for you now between four to six years old at this point the first initial contact there's, I think, two or three of them to take each arm. And the third reassures you you're okay. And there's a really bright light outside the window. 
and they've been monitoring you for a while, you're a part of a project, you agreed to it before you were born, which is really crappy because it's like, how much did I agree to this if it was before I was born? Really, though. And they're taking, levitating you like you're floating. They're doing something that's helping you float into the craft out the window. No one can see it. And you're <laughs> you're arguing with them. It's funny because you're like, let me go. Let me go. What are you doing? Leave me alone. <laughs> and you're not really too distressed by their appearance. You're just irritated that they have the audacity. I don't know why that's funny. Um, yeah, the table. Now you're on. You're on the table, and they have you slightly restrained, and the one is reassuring you you're okay, and that you're taking part in a project. They say test subject monitoring the transition into the body for, from, I can't make the word out very well, the soul. How is the transition going? You're taking something from your feet. They're, they're examining the feet and the ankles. And then they move their way up to the knee, pushing the pajamas up. Oh, you're all zoned out now. You're just like, you're not there. I don't know what they did, but you're not really like there cognitively. Checking the palms, joints of the fingers, the tongue, looking to the throat. Okay, they're scanning now. There's something coming from the ceiling and it's scanning you. Taking note on some device of everything. And then the one that's comforting you is trying to sound like a doctor, like a human doctor. They're not, you, they don't have a mouth. They're, he's, they're saying, okay, you're good to go now. And the device switches off that scanning and you fall asleep once it turns off and they put you back. And they say to you while you're asleep, we'll be back tomorrow. And some days after that, 14, okay, I see 14, age 14, again, different types of samples collected. Okay, they're analyzing everything over the years. It'll happen again at 27. That's all I can see. So a very typical gray alien type abduction experience very similar to dylan's as well and as i mentioned this isn't the first time i've had conversations with people who have told me that i have had experiences with this phenomena as well but when dylan brought this up it was kind of like i don't know 
I I mean, I had just had an hour-long conversation where she was telling me some incredible things about being able to talk to, being able to communicate with spirits and I was there, you know what I mean? I was completely on board with everything she was saying. She was very honest, very open. And then she tells me this and it's like, oh, man, that can't be, that can't be happening to me, right? Like is as fascinating as it is and believe it on some part, it's just like that fighting thing of how can it have happened to me? I just don't, I, I have no memory of this at all other than this weird interest and some weird signs that kind of point to it. So I kind of sat on that for a few days and I spoke to a listener who's had some experiences. And once again, this didn't make it onto the podcast, but she said, why don't you try hypnosis and see what can be uncovered? And I was like, yeah, I was interested in that in some years ago, but I don't know. I just didn't want the risk of false memories or I don't know. I don't know if I was really ready at that point to go down that path. And I think it's a big thing of if you are going to take yourself to that place, you need to, yeah, sort of be ready. And, you know, I think I'm ready for either way, you know, if there are things to be uncovered or if there isn't, you know, kind of a relief in a sense and still still answers, you know what I mean? And I, I guess being you know, having a hypnosis regression session isn't necessarily the be-all and end-all either, but, I mean, if something can be uncovered, and I believe that is kind of the best method if you don't really remember, have any previous memory of these experiences, then, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, I think, to get answers that way. So I started doing some research into who I could speak to, right? I don't know a ton of names outside of the big kind of influential people who have been known to do hypnosis regression with abductees. And I don't know what it was, but I wanted to speak to someone in Australia. I don't know. It didn't really matter, right? Because most likely this session was going to be done over Zoom or Skype, right? The chance of meeting someone within my sort of, you know, a few hours of a drive. Um, pretty slim, I would say. But I don't know. I just felt like, once again, I feel like a lot of this is being led not by my normal state of mind, my normal decision-making. It's completely led off intuition and a just a big gut kind of feeling. And I don't know. So I came across a woman by the name of Mary Rodwell. Mary is the founder and principal of Australian Close Counter Resource Network, also known as ACERN. She's recognised internationally as one of Australia's leading researchers and writers of the UFO phenomena. I know for a fact she's worked with thousands of clients, reaching out to her for counselling and also hypnosis sessions. The strange thing is, is I wasn't too familiar with Mary. I don't know how. I suppose it seems like something that would have really come across my radar. So I reached out to Mary, I sent her an email, uh, just kind of saying who I was, the position I'm in, and I kind of want to seek answers. And I left it there. The following morning, I was like, I should really find some podcasts Mary's done. You know, kind of hear her speak, get a sense. Even though I already had a sense of who she was, it was really once again, one of those weird, 
it's gut feelings. I don't know. It's it's hard to. I mean, you, I'm sure you all know what that feels like, right? That's not a unknown kind of feeling. But um, just talking about it now, it's weird. It's definitely this is all just let off instinct. But I thought let's find a podcast and listen to Mary talk about you know what she does. So you know, I open up the Apple Podcast app. It's my podcast app of choice, and I type in her name, and I accidentally click on. At the top, when you search for a, a keyword or a podcast, you have all podcasts or your library. And I accidentally, as I typed in her name, hit your library. And I was like, oh, I need to get out of that. I'm not going to have anything. But an episode appeared. And the episode was titled Mary Rodwell Interview. And it was by the Hidden Experience podcast, which is Mike Clellan's podcast, the man I mentioned earlier who I've interviewed about Owl's alien abduction and synchronicity. I listened to that episode on the 4th of November 2016, so just under a month of starting Paranormal Thoughts. Now, I remember this episode very well because I remember Mike speaking to an Australian, well, Mary's actually originally from England, She's lived in Australia for quite some time. So she kind of has that English-Australian kind of accent going on a little bit. And I remember that episode specifically because it was uh, a woman doing research into alien abduction here in Australia. And I thought that was so fascinating, right? And it's a great interview. You know, Mary's so open and just she's doing amazing work, honestly. I think it's so important that she's helping people figure out what is happening to them. And in that episode, Mike asks Mary if she had had any experiences of her own. And she replies, well, if I have, I don't remember. question that I ask pretty much everyone is, have you had any of your own personal experiences with this stuff? And by this stuff, I mean like the alien abduction stuff. And she laughed, and, and uh, she had a good answer, which is one I've heard before and one I respect. And she kind of said, well, if I have, I don't know it. For myself, the fact that I have no conscious recall of any experiences like this, but I've been involved in it on some level, obviously, I, I believe, personally, I've, I've chosen to be involved. If I have, I've got no recall. And that phrase was the thing that I was playing over and over in my mind for the next few weeks. And that is what I was thinking about about five minutes before I saw that owl driving home that night. I was listening to a podcast that I'd listened to previously about synchronicity and so on. That's how, that's how I got onto this path, kind of starting this podcast. And I was thinking about that particular episode, Mike Cleland interviewing Mary Rodwell and him asking that question. That was the biggest thing I took away because I'd never framed it like that. I never really thought, could people be experiencing this and just having no memory? but they're drawn to this phenomena. I was thinking about that while driving and then seeing that owl. Mary, weirdly enough, played into that weird week of synchronicities that had, that sort of led me to now. And that happened without me even knowing. I don't know if that sounds as weird as it, it feels strange. Even though these synchronicities, I think every time... They show themselves. It's still. I always have that. It's. It's kind of like. It's. It's laughable. It's like. What does. What are you talking about? How is that? How has that even happened? <laughs> um, 
yeah, I don't know. It, it blew my mind because when I, when I saw that, I listened to this podcast already, it all, the memory came flooding back. I was like, no way. Is this, is this the episode that I remember that researcher saying, if I've had an experience, I don't remember. So I listened to the whole thing and about halfway through, she says it. And, I, you know, I was driving, but I almost like fell over in a sense. It was just like I had emailed her, you know, a day earlier saying I want to reach out and see if she can help me. So then the next morning we Mary calls me and we speak for about 10 minutes. And this was the conversation that left me quite uncomfortable because I think it was, it was just very real. She kind of just asked my story and why I, what I want to do, why I'm seeking answers. And she was very understanding because I was kind of like, I don't feel like I'm a typical client in a sense where I've had maybe insights into this phenomena, you know, dreams, like really vivid dreams or actually, you know, having these experiences, you know, while awake or scars or anything kind of, you know, what typically you hear. She seemed very understanding. She sent me a questionnaire to fill out and yeah, we had the conversation and it it was, it felt good to speak to someone sort of being on the other end of it because typically when I'm speaking to people about this, they're kind of a guest or they, you know, they're talking to me, but this was, you know, I was getting to talk to her and you know, her kind of being on the other end and hearing me out and it was, it felt right, but it was also, yeah, it gave me extreme anxiety and kind of really threw me off for the rest of that day. And I told her, I was like, you know, I had this weird synchronicity and, you know, it's kind of hard to explain all of that to someone. She's probably feeling a bit bombarded <laughs> by all of that. But I was like, you know, you're actually a part of this story even before speaking to you. And I was like, that is strange. And she she understood that, you know, she's like, yeah, these things don't just happen by any means and you need to kind of listen to those signs. So I'm in the process now of setting something up with Mary. You know, I ideally want to do an interview with her, getting to talk about some of the work she's done because I think that'd be extremely fascinating, but also having a session with her where, I don't know, I seek some sort of counselling or some hypnosis to see if I can get some answers because I feel like it's time for that. I don't think I can sit on this any longer I don't know it's and it's it's no even putting this out I'm it's it makes me a little nervous because I mean I've spoken about some pretty far out topics obviously you know um I've let people tell some extremely fascinating just incredible stories experiences you know and even the solo episodes i've done where i've looked into cryptids or you know ufo sightings most haunted places you know like that stuff is it's a lot but for me to potentially be uncovering this phenomenon happening to me and for me to put that out and sort of back myself behind it i mean i don't know it's it's a lot to be perfectly honest, but I feel like it's time to do it. And yeah, I don't know. The It's not even so much backlash or anything like that, but just to be really real for a second, you know, like people do know in my everyday life I do this podcast and you know, some, some of them are interested in it. Some of them just go, yep, or whatever, and kind of move on. But it is, it's pretty strange for myself to think about 
potentially, you know, recording this hypnosis and maybe something comes out that, I don't know, and putting that on the internet with my name kind of to it, it's it's not something easy to put your, well, yourself to or even your brand, you know. it's It feels a bit weird for me, I think. You know, I've had people with who, you know, are quite active in this phenomena come on and they're happy to share the sort of identity. I've had a lot of people who will give their first name or even a fake name, you know, because they don't want people to find out it's them. You know, which is completely understandable, you know. You just want to exist and not have this phenomena um, associated with you necessarily. Some people love it, um, not for the reason of, you know, I guess a sort of a vain reason by any means, but because it actually has benefited them and it's kind of made them who they are. I guess one last thought before this part comes to an end is I kind of have said to Mary and a lot of other people is, I mean, it would make a lot of sense, right, for me to want answers or to believe I've had an experience because it plays perfectly into paranormal thoughts, right? It makes a lot of sense. But I almost would rather come away from all of this and go, oh, we didn't really find out anything. Could be something, but it hasn't really shown itself. Uh, Do I think that's going to happen? I actually don't know. I honestly, I mean, I hope we get some sort of answer. But at the same time, if we don't, I mean, the journey's still, it's important for me regardless. But yeah, I'm not sitting here going, I really hope um, yeah, I'm an abductee, <laughs> you know, it's not, I think it'd be easier if I wasn't, honestly, it kind of keeps me level-headed too with some of the stuff, I think, um, gives a bit more credibility potentially to what I'm doing. I don't think it would, I mean, that's only to maybe more so skeptical listener for sure. And I don't think there's anything wrong with people who've had these direct experiences talking about them through their own podcast don't get me wrong whatsoever but i know it changes kind of everything as much as you want it to as well but i think it will change a lot for me because i do this podcast right like the paranormal is a thing that i'm talking about looking into quite regularly it's not just like i've had potentially these experiences and then okay, it's happened, I don't need to talk about it anymore because I, I, I want to talk about it. But also I don't too, if that makes sense. I want to talk about it for you guys because you guys here care, but I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to be telling if people find it, who know me through the podcast, whatever, you know, I can answer to that if that happens, but I'm not going to be telling people that I'm doing this because this is, it's unusual, <laughs> you know, it's, I think, yeah, I think anyone kind of cares at some degree, what people think about them. And this isn't an easy thing. So um, at the time of recording this, it's July. I'm going to throw that in there too because I believe this will be coming out closer to the anniversary of the podcast. Yeah, as you can kind of hear, this is definitely like a working progress. This is This is, you're along for the journey. And I don't know what is going to come of this. I've set a date for in two weeks from now to speak with Mary and I'm not really sure what we're doing. Uh, 
for that at this point. This is, yeah, this is a really weird one, that's for sure. And I hope you listening can get something from this if you're somewhat invested in, like, I guess, myself or the podcast. Um, it's really for you guys. And at the end of the day, it's really for me because this is, uh, I don't know, it's something that it kind of has to be done. And I think I'll leave it there. But thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next part of finding some answers to what's potentially happened to me.